the nineteenth day of the month. Here's what the Lord says to you. How long will you judge unjustly and show partiality to the wicked? Give justice to the weak and the orphan. Maintain the right of the lowly and the destitute. Psalm 82, verses 2 through 3. Whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is pleasing, whatever is commendable, think about these things. Philippians 4, verse 8. The fourth beatitude says, Happy those who hunger and thirst for what is right, they shall be satisfied. To be famished for that which is right and just and honest, that is an assignment God gives each of us at baptism, and God calls us to spend all the rest of our lives working earnestly on that task. When you hear of corruption in public life, are you simply so disgusted that you want to become disengaged from the whole political process? Or do you so greatly hunger and thirst for what is right that you are willing to get out of your easy chair and do something to demand integrity? When close friends or family members act unjustly or simply condone injustice in conversation, are you so starved for what is right that you take time to help them onto a better path, perhaps risking their rejection in the process? For those of us who do not like to rock the boat, These are not easy questions, but hungering and thirsting in this beatitude does not refer to wanting a snack between meals, but to being starved for what is right. Opening Prayer To all of your people, O Lord, give such a longing for what is right that none of us can tolerate the wrong for one more day. What must we do to set things right? Enable us to do with firmness and fairness without self-righteousness or our pretended wisdom, and give us grace to submit to your correction when we are unjust, lest the good things for which we stand be sullied by our own wrongdoing or inaction. This we pray through him whose ideals and deeds were never at odds, Christ our Savior. Amen. Psalm 143 verses 1 through 8. Listen to this prayer of mine, God. Pay attention to what I'm asking. Answer me. You're famous for your answers. Do what's right for me. But don't please don't haul me into court. Not a person alive would be acquitted there. The enemy hunted me down. He kicked me and stomped me within an inch of my life. He put me in a black hole, buried me like a corpse in that dungeon. I sat there in despair, my spirit draining away, my heart heavy like lead. I remembered the old days, went over all you've done, pondered the ways you've worked, stretched out my hand to you, as thirsty for you as a desert thirsty for rain. Hurry with your answer, God. I'm nearly at the end of my rope. Don't turn away. Don't ignore me. That would be certain death. If you wake me each morning with the sound of your loving voice, I'll go to sleep each night trusting in you. Pour out the road I must trouble. I'm all ears, all eyes before you. Save me from my enemies, God. You're my only hope. Teach me how to live to please you, because you're my God. From the book of Genesis, chapter 11, verses 1 through 9. Now the whole earth used the same language and the same words. It came about as they journeyed east that they found a plain in the land of Shinar and settled there. They said to one another, 
Come, let us make bricks and burn them thoroughly. And they used brick for stone, and they used tar for mortar. They said, Come, let us build for ourselves a city and a tower whose top will reach into heaven, and let us make for ourselves a name, otherwise we will be scattered abroad over the face of the whole earth. The Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the sons of men had built. The Lord said, Behold, they are one people, and they all have the same language, and this is what they began to do, and now nothing which they propose to do will be impossible for them. Come, let us go down there and confuse their language, so that they will not understand one another's speech. So the Lord scattered them abroad, from there over the face of the whole earth, and they stopped building the city. Therefore its name was called Babel, because there the Lord confused the language of the whole earth, and from there the Lord scattered them abroad over the face of the whole earth. From the Sermon to the Hebrews, chapter 6, verses 13 through 20. For when God made the promise to Abraham, since he could swear by no one greater, he swore by himself, saying, I will surely bless you, and I will surely multiply you. And so, having patiently waited, he obtained the promise. For men swear by one greater than themselves, and with them an oath given as confirmation is an end of every dispute. In the same way, God, desiring even more to show to the heirs of the promise the unchangeableness of his purpose, interposed with an oath, so that by two unchangeable things in which it is impossible for God to lie, we who have taken refuge would have strong encouragement to take hold of the hope set before us. This hope we have as an anchor of the soul, a hope both sure and steadfast, and one which enters within the veil where Jesus has entered as a forerunner for us, having become a high priest forever, according to the order of Melchizedek. From the Gospel of John, chapter 4, verses 1 through 15. Therefore, when the Lord knew that the Pharisees had heard that Jesus was making and baptizing more disciples than John, although Jesus himself was not baptizing, but his disciples were, he left Judea and went away again into Galilee, and he had to pass through Samaria. So he came to a city of Samaria called Sychar, near the parcel of ground that Jacob gave to his son Joseph, and Jacob's well was there. So Jesus, being wearied from his journey, was sitting thus by the well. It was about the sixth hour. There came a woman of Samaria to draw water. Jesus said to her, Give me a drink. For his disciples had gone away into the city to buy food. Therefore the Samaritan woman said to him, How is it that you, being a Jew, ask me for a drink since I am a Samaritan woman? For Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. Jesus answered and said to her, If you knew the gift of God, and who it is who says to you, Give me a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. She said to him, Sir, you have nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. Where then do you get that living water? You are not greater than our father Jacob, are you? Who gave us the well and drank of it himself and of his sons and his cattle? Jesus answered and said to her, Everyone who drinks of this water will thirst again, but whoever drinks of the water that I will give, they shall never thirst, but the water that I will give him will become in him a well of water springing up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, 
Give me this water, so I'll not be thirsty, nor come all the way here to draw. These are the readings of the Word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Thursday's Prayer God, your glory calls your people to adoration daily. Guide and inspire all who plan and who will take leadership in the worship of our congregation when again we gather in prayer on the Lord's Day. To musicians, lectors, preachers, and all others, give a full measure of your Holy Spirit, that they may glorify not themselves but you. Prepare my heart and the hearts of all your people to receive their ministries with joy and gratitude to you and extravagant generosity toward others. This we pray through Christ the Risen One. Amen. A Prayer for the Unity of the Church Universal by Frederick Maurice. Most blessed and glorious Trinity, three persons in one God, teach us to worship and adore Thee, and that we may adore Thee, that our worship may not be a mockery, Make us to know that we are one in Christ, as the Father is one with the Son, and the Son is one with the Father. Forbid us to look upon sectarianism as if it were a destiny. Help us to regard it as a rebellion against Thee. Help us to see all distinctions more clearly in the light of Thy everlasting love. Help us to recognize the truth of every effort, to express something of that which passes knowledge. Help us to feel and confess the feebleness of our own efforts so that thy holy name embrace us more and more. So may all creatures in heaven and earth at last glorify thee throughout all ages. Amen. The Lord's Prayer, Current Ecumenical Text Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial, and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Receive this benediction from a 13th century Sarum liturgy. God be in your head and in your understanding. God be in your eyes and in your looking. God be in your mouth and in your speaking. God be in your heart and in your thinking. God be at your end and at your departing. Amen.